Windows 10 really need to install something important. Yeah, it was, they really did. It was like, y- you would not believe the updates we made to Paint. Stability, up 20%. Yeah. Productivity, down 300%. With the new Windows 10, you can do a few things. That's correct. You can do the same amount of things you would normally do if you weren't near a computer. Today's episode of Riff and Rock Music Talk is not sponsored by Windows 10. Sorry, Windows 10. Windows 10, if you want to write us a fatty check, we're open to it. I would, I would, I would gladly accept that. Yeah, I think we are all in agreement that that's what needs to happen. So, um, Bill Gates, uh, Scott Walker, we're looking at you. I think Bill Gates would be on the show. Yeah, I'm sure he's down. Or do you think Bill Gates is one of those people that's just like, you know, you know, I'm just not in the music. I'm just, I'm not in the music, you guys. You know. No, those people. I'm, I'm sure he likes music. You know, I... You know what music I like? I like the top 40. That's good. That's I'm good. sure he hates the top 40. What do you think kind of music he listens to? Um, a lot of classical and um, ASAP Ferg. He's already got like a trap voice. It's like... You know, <laughs> Windows 10 coming out. I'll he should my stop mouth by. I got clout, girl. He should, um, he should go to the studio and drop a verse for, for ASAP Ferg. He's got nothing else to do. He's basically retired. Yeah. He's just basically, gonna... he's been retired for like a decade. I mean, he like he's working on a weather machine and has a he's building a tube so he can just send his money directly to Africa. Instead of having to fly it over or write checks. Like, you know, the tubes at the bank? And he goes, Shoo. yeah. He wants to build a big one of those that just goes straight from his house to Africa. Okay. He's like, I'm going to send these guys. I'm going to send these guys some money. <laughs> and then over in Africa, they're like, oh, thanks for this money, Bill Gates. And then the money's taken by the local warlord? Oh, yes. Who's like, please continue to build my blood diamond in mind. The blood needs to get in the diamonds. The sweet, sweet blood diamonds. I was reading the Wall Street Journal, and believe it or not, the value of blood diamonds has gone down. So that warlord might need to lay off a few people. We really need to, get, we need to, we need to propose to Congress a bailout for warlords. Yeah. I mean, they've earned it, really. They, they have. They are too big to fail at this point. Rogers and Hollins would uh they would sink if we don't bail out the warlords and i mean he went to jared's and and, <laughs> and jared owns at least 20 slaves yeah he's a he's a fucking crime boss it can only be jared's it can only be jared's Riff and Rock Music Talk is also not sponsored by any uh, jewelry store, but we are open to it. Jared, if you want to come on the show, you could still come on the show. Yeah. I mean, we are sponsored by one or two warlords, though, but they're not the diamond business. Kofi Kong, your money is safe in our pockets. We won't tell. Oh, fuck. 
I'm I'm it winking just... at the camera. <laughs> good, good. Now he knows. <laughs> uh, but seriously, before we get started, uh, don't forget that our we have a new podcast on riffandrock.com. It's talking trades. Talk uh, and trades. Get it? We got a theme going. Very coincidentally. We also have a, a new episode. It's a crossover episode. It's just featuring me, not Ryan, where John from Talking Trades and me from Riff and Rock, we review one album and we review a comic book thing. Talking Rock. It was very special, and it should be coming out. Uh, it'll, it'll be out after before this one. So when you listen to this episode, if you didn't listen to the episode before, you'll go, oh, I should listen to it. Listen to Alex's review, Alex and John's review of that Flashpoint animated movie. Oh, how was it? Um, well, since people have already listened to it, uh, it's, it's a good movie. Uh, it features the greatest Marvel, uh, the greatest, uh, comic book character, <laughs> which is Bruce Wayne's dad. Oh, interesting. Tom Wayne is the Batman and <laughs> he's just the, he just fucking shoots people in, in the, in the oh, face. Oh, and his mom is the Joker, right? Yep. You have, you have read these comics. I have. Yeah. It's it's the uh, film version of that, and it is quite violent. And Tom Wayne is the uh, is the reason for everything. Uh, he needs his own f- live action films. They should dump whatever DC world they're working on and just have straight Tom Wayne films. A drunk man with a nine millimeter just shooting people in the face in Gotham. Yay! That sounds good. I would I would buy six of them. And Redbox the rest. So we we we, uh, we have some new albums. We do. We have three great albums. We have three albums that we're going to review today um, before I just throw the word great out there. Um, (laughs) That's a bold declaration. Yeah. So we've got uh, two old bees and one new bee. No. Oh, my God. Yeah. So these are all uh, veteran bands and veteran artists. Of varying Um, degrees. Yes. Yeah. Oh, definitely of varying degrees. (laughs) Um but it's a, I would call it a return to Providence, if you will, um, because these are all recorded in the same studio in Rhode Island. No. Dad jokes. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. So, Ryan, uh, Ryan, Ryan is rehearsing for his inevitable dad dumb that's coming soon. Oh, yeah. I got one on the way, baby. Wicka, wicka. It's going to be a wiki wild, wild west. Um. <clears throat> You're anyway, like, so a baby with Will Smith, I I did, yeah. There was, so was which one? Hold on, real real quick. Speaking of yeah. Will Smith and Wild West, I was listening to a Will Lenium the other la- a couple weeks ago, last weekend. Yeah, I was like, I have never heard a Will Smith album from beginning to end. And there was definitely that, a line, something to the extent of my last check for Wild for or my last payment for Wild Wild West came like on a dump truck or on a flatbed. It was something yeah. like something to that extent, and I'm just sitting there going, "This is great." Will Smith is bragging about Wild Wild West. Yeah, he got paid a lot of money to do that, and, and kudos to him. He was the only good part of that movie. I like the robot spider monster. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that was stolen from the idea of another movie. Oh yeah, that's right. 
that was supposed to be what in a Batman film. Yep. And then that, uh, they're like, that "Well, that was. film didn't happen. Let's just uh, fucking put it in Wild Wild West." <laughs> That's exactly um, the same. But yeah, you should listen to some of the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff's music. It's very entertaining. Is it in a good? Yeah, in a good way. Because Will Lennium was not really entertaining in a good way. No, that was his fall from grace. I mean, he was well on his way to winning all those Oscars. But the rumor mill is that he's supposed to be recording something new. Yeah, but that rumor mill started churning, what, two, three years ago? Yeah, so who knows if it's actually going to happen. I hope it does. I would love him featuring Willow and uh, the other one. Jaden, Jaden, and and then Jaden Jada Pinkett, mm-hmm. Wicked Wisdom Will Smith crossover. <laughs> yeah, so it should be good. Hopefully. <laughs> so, what should we talk about first today? I think we should talk about the local favorite. Okay. Do you, Do you know which one that is? I think so, but why don't you introduce it so I don't get embarrassed? Why would you be embarrassed? Because if I say the wrong thing, then it's my fault. Okay, good point. Don't yeah. worry, I'll take care of it. All right, I got you. you. I got you, boo. Uh, thank, thank you. So the first album that we're going to review is a uh, an album that came out in 2015 from uh, our good friends over at the Main Squeeze. Ah, uh, that's the local favorite. I knew it. Yeah, I knew get it. it. Local, local <laughs> H. Yeah, hands on the Bible. Q101. Anyway, so. So, the main squeeze is a, a five-piece band, a funk band from Bloomington, Indiana, who have recently, um, or up until recently, claimed Chicago as their home, and now they're in L.A. So no, it's going to be. They're still in Chicago. Oh, they moved to L.A., man. When did that happen? Months ago. No, they—they're in Chicago. It was—it was like January. No, no. Yeah, it happened. They're in, they're in LA now. They officially sold out. Oh, but God before they sold out it. completely, they came out with this album called "Mind Your Head." Now, no, their this, Facebook says "Hometown Chicago." I yeah, mean, they moved moved to LA so they can make more music. I don't I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Show me the evidence. Okay, I will later. Show me the evidence. All right. <laughs> so, mind your head is uh, a a ten song debut. Actually, it's not a debut. It's their second full length album, <laughs> <laughs> and it's got oh my oh my god. So the funk is heavy with this band. Um, they 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 bring it. They bring it hard. So very hard. It's rare to hear bands with such talent putting out music. <laughs> so you've got your Drakes, who are who are generally like it's it's consensus that Drake is terrible. 
Then you've got singer-songwriters, so like one one people, like your Bon Jovis, who are phenomenal, and they just crank out priceless music. But really, do you have a group where every single member is at the peak, at the peak of their their artistry? The main squeeze is one of those bands. So all five of these members, they just kill it. They kill it. So you got the drummer, and he he's he does the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life, and it and it works. Then you've got the keyboardist, and he takes it to a whole nother level. He kills those black keys, and he then kills the white keys. All the keys are dead on his pianos. And then, you know, the guitarist, the bassist, and the singer also kill their respective instruments. He, he, he didn't want to keep going? <laughs> no. You're like, ah, this is good. This is good. <laughs> um, but what did you think, Alex? I thought this album was brilliant. This album was uh, absolutely fantastic. It, I They have not put it... Well, they, this is only their second LP and third release, including the, the first drops EP for the for the hardcore folks. Um they haven't released any like a bad they haven't had a bad album yet bad release yet uh this one is a little more varied i think maybe i don't know yeah it's pretty it, varied it, it's got it's definitely it's still main squeeze and spirit and heart and everything but it definitely has its own unique differences than uh uh the self-titled uh, lp which came out almost four years ago now that was i think 2012 oh. when the original lp came out and Damn. so they've been workshop. We've seen these guys many, many times live. And they had been workshopping a bunch of stuff. Um, some stuff worked, some stuff didn't. And so now we have this new album. And uh, just so everyone knows, uh, Ryan and I once again ended up in a music video for, for one of the songs in this album, uh, which is just sort of a, a necessity. And- oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> And, but uh, it's it it just good 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 stuff good stuff. Yeah, I loved how every song had was like a different. It was almost like a different genre. It's covered in every song. Yes, you got some of the gospely stuff from "Love Yourself Somebody" to the heavy, almost Red Hot Chili Peppers esque hard funk with Tank Xing or oh tank, tank Tank Zing. That was almost like a metal song. It was. And then you got some blue blues funk with uh, hashtag WWC. Yeah, we got the ballad with farewell, and mm-hmm. then we just got the straight jam funk with uh, the album closer, Space Age Celebration. So you're right, everything is its own uh, its own thing. Every each of these ten songs has its own unique voice, its own unique spirit. Uh, it's so diverse. Yes, like us as people. Which is represented by the album cover, where they all have different heads, but then they unify to form one murder murder doll. Yep, like one r- Russian murder doll. One Russian murder doll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's the the only song I would say that didn't blow me away was Angelus. I felt like it almost suffered from almost like uh, Make Your Move from the first album where it was sort of like the 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 swoony love song, which I just never find to be their their strong point is never the, the swoony love song. Yeah, well, I think that was trying to be that. I think 
it sounded to me like it was supposed to be one of those like uh like r&b kind of pop song like that would be the song that they would play on the radio or like a down tempo disco it had definitely a disco beat yeah definitely it was like um oh shit um who's that band like that um that daft punk song that everybody loves oh uh get funky get lucky get lucky lose yourself to dance yeah, so it was like, you know, just a 4-4 four, four song with the cool stuff, with the drums and the That's what it that's what it was, right? Or yeah. I No, I I I can I can go behind it. I don't think it's a bad song. I just think 10 10 strong or 9 very strong songs is the one that just doesn't stand up as well compared yeah. to the others. And that But was, it's way better than Make Your Move. Yeah, Make Your Move. We covered that. That was the first episode, but we covered that pretty extensively. That that was just not a strong. <laughs> that was not a strong point in in that album. It, it, it just it was a little goofy. Um, but this one, I think, I don't know if I like this one more than the other one. Uh, I think they both have just such solid tracks, and you could. Uh, it, it it's. I think they're both have such a unique voice to them that it's also hard to kind of compare them. It's like Main Squeeze has now put out its blue album and its Pinkerton. Yeah. Two brilliant heavyweight albums that you can't you could say which is your favorite, but I think it's nearly impossible to really make a solid declaration as to which is better. Yeah, like they go hand in hand. Like you can't have bad without beat it. Right. So, so long as they don't make a green album after this, then we're we're doing all right. Main if they just skip right to the red album, that'll be great. <laughs> or as we're about to cover, if they just skip right to the white album. <laughs> but uh, I saw these guys live last month, and uh, they're they're two. They tour pretty heavily, so if they're, I would say definitely look up. Look them up. See if they're playing in a town near you. They are most definitely worth checking out live. They put on a long, intense, very well done show where there's a lot of good improvisation, good jamming, uh, but not like in a fish grateful dead way where it just kind of meanders aimlessly and hopelessly. It all feels very grounded. And then they just do such vicious covers of different songs. Oh, the covers are unparalleled. They uh, closed this one with Give It Away by Red Hot Chili Peppers. That was their encore. Holy shit. And it was just, they were, it was, uh, the word I've been using lately is savage, and that's what it was. It was absolutely savage. Damn, I'm sad I missed it. You you missed out on a phenomenal show because you guys were in, like, California or someplace where they they weren't there. They They were in Wisconsin. Yeah, we our flights like cross paths. <laughs> um, they also you can always get them to do a Hoosiers chant if you if you do it long enough. Yeah, you can also get a surprising amount of Wisconsinites to do a Hoosier chant if you do it enough. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's what you did. Oh, most definitely. But then two people, <laughs> someone came up to after me and was like, "Are you a Hoosier too, man?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I am." And then we hugged. But we were really yeah, sweaty. you made a friend. Yay! <laughs> I got one. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. What else? What else is there to say about Mind Your Head? 
Oh my god, I need everyone to listen to this album. Like everybody needs to listen to this album. Agreed. It's, like, yeah. They are. I mean, they they won China. They won back, China back in twenty twelve or twenty eleven. They went to China and won. Mm-hmm. Um, they opened for. Uh, they did that Super Bowl pre party back three four years ago. Mm-hmm. I forget who they opened for, like Rusted Root or The Roots or... It was The Roots. Not The Rusted Roots. Roots. Um, <laughs> On my way. <laughs> uh, they, they are just... For some... I'm, I'm a little flummoxed uh, that they just somehow... They haven't broken through yet. They should be... Oh, wait a second. Randy Jackson produced this album. He produced about four of the songs in this album. I thought it was the whole thing. No, it, if you look on the credits, he did about he did a chunk of it. I have it on Spotify, so there are barely any credits. Well, the the CD I purchased also has very limited credits, and I did not spend fifty dollars on the vinyl. Yeah, it was tempting. It was very tempting, um, but it, it just they feel like they're on the cusp of exploding and getting in, like being on a major label and doing like big shows and stuff. But they're oh, they're just like. For some reason, they're not being pushed. I don't understand why. I don't know. I guess it's up to us to get the word out. So, Riff and Rockians, buy this goddamn album. Buy it twice. Buy it three times. Fuck it. it. Send it to people you love. Send it to people you hate. Because then they'll at least have something to appreciate in their life. And they might change your mind and you might like them. You might become friends after all. Because think about it. Love yourself, somebody. That's such a good opener. Yeah. And then Two Steps, that that like weird like 80s rock opener. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Like, oh, shit. They're, Max is trying to be like Van Halen, and it's working. Uh, what's his name? Maximilian, the guitar player, is just very, very good. at. Well, they're all really good. Um, yeah. They, they don't have the same basis anymore that they had on this album, which is... That's a trend with this band. They just keep rotating bassists out, like you know, like 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 how you rotate something out, like socks. Yes. Yeah. Or milk. Because <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at I still have the little flyer from the CD release show for the first album where Willie was in the band. Oh man, Willie was. The best. Willie was great. I don't care who they replace as their bassist; they'll never be as good as Willie. Because Willie used to just text people while playing on the sh- playing shows, and he would kill it. You don't even know. It was so good. It was so good. Um, and then they replaced him with uh, Jeremiah, yeah, who's on this album bad. cover. His silhouette is, and oh. now it's Rob. Oh, interesting. Yes. Huh. So they're like, and then even when Willie was in the band, they'd rotate between different bassists depending on the night. Yeah. They had like a white guy that they had once in a while. Oh, yeah. He was like their original bassist. So they're on bassist number four. Yeah. But they're all great. They're all talented. They are. But Willie's the best. (laughs) Willie. He's my favorite at least. Oh, I I loved him. Willie, I know you, you needed to stick with your church and stuff, but come on. Come back. Come home. We miss you. <laughs> Come home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move on to the next album. 
or gets really creepy. You start writing love letters to everyone. So speaking of Weezer and their um, first two phenomenal albums, they just came out with the fifth album of the same name, which is Weezer, self-titled. When you wake up, cobwebs on your eyelids, stuck in rigamortis. Just get going till you hit the ocean and you turn Californian. You don't have to have the end. It must be really difficult to categorize these things. Oh, yeah, definitely. Which is your favorite self tethered Weezer album? I don't know, Weezer. <laughs> yeah, Weezer. <laughs> Uh, well, this one has been dubbed, uh, if I'm not mistaken, The White Album. Yeah, wait, why, though? Uh, you know, I don't know, because I don't recognize any of these covers of from the Beatles' White Album. Uh, and it's also a significantly shorter version of the Beatles' White Album. Uh, I, I think I heard White Honey Pie, Wild Honey Pie in there, but other than that, it, it's very unique iterations of, you know, back in the USSR and, mm-hmm, uh... Mm-hmm. While my guitar gently weeps is Skelter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's because the album is is a very white looking cover. Oh yeah, it's the beach one, right? Yes. Where it's a play on their other album covers. Which have been blue and green and red. And, and close up, and this one is far away on a beach. Yes. So what did and you think of Weezer's Weezer's Weezer? Unofficial title, White Album. Um, I thought it was... <sighs> well, I'll, I'll just start off basic. <laughs> I liked it. I did like the album. Um, I thought it was a culmination of, I wanted to say, two or three of their past albums put together. So you got the Blue Album, because there were some really good songs that, like, they just went back to the basics of just making good catchy songs that you could sing along to and then they had um, they threw in a little bit of the California songs that they did a lot of in Make Believe with such hit songs as Beverly Hills and We're All on Drugs which are mirrored in this album with a song called California Kids and another song called Do You Want to Get High yeah, Do You Want to Get High, I thought was a very good song. And it's, um, I don't know, it just, it seems like they this album was a reflect, like, just them looking back and saying, hey, let's do that again, but better. And it, it worked out for the most part. We can do whatever we want at this point. There, <laughs> exactly. there are no repercussions for our actions. <laughs> Old Weezer fans will just get angry no matter what. And then they'll go to the Weezer cruise anyway, and they'll listen to the songs and have a great time. And then they'll scream to play goddamn Pinkerton songs because they're still upset. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought this album, this was more or less an OK Go album. You think so? It, it's it, Correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of these songs sounded like any okay go song yeah but then you, you could say okay go is a, a weezer 
ripoff band. No, because OK Go did the more poppy, rocky stuff. Weezer originally wasn't like that. Now Weezer's going, yeah, let's let's do that. Let's do that. With You're the- telling me Weezer never started off making poppy, rocky songs? Well, they did, but they were always significantly uh, either grungier or heavier or featuring less sprightly, cute keyboard bits. Like on Buddy Cal- Holly. Buddy Holly. Yeah, that, 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 the keyboard part there goes... There's not like that... Kind of cute. It's cutesy. This is a cutesy album. <laughs> okay. I guess uh, I won't fight you on this then. I mean, I didn't dislike this album. I enjoyed it. I It was it was okay. It's To its credit, it's only 35 minutes. Yeah, thank thank God. <laughs> I cannot stand the longer Weezer albums. There's a breaking point. Yeah, Weezer albums are great when they're less than forty minutes. Like Ratitude, calm it down. Like there's no there's no need for that album being. Hang on, let me find out how long that album was. We're gonna find out it was not that long. I'm sure of it. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was. <laughs> Fairly long. How many minutes was Ratitude? 34 minutes long. Oh my god, that's forever. It was shorter than this one. (laughs) It felt like forever. Maybe (laughs) I was thinking of... Oh my god, wait a second. Are they all 35 minutes? Every... Um, Everything Will Be Alright in the End was 43 minutes. the, The deluxe version of Hurley is 47. Which oh, was like a, which was just the it, greatest trolling of an album ever. Yeah, so it was Maladroit that I was thinking of. Well, and Weezer's Red album is forty minutes. Make believe is forty-five minutes. Fuck! And it only had one good song. Which one was it? We are all on drugs. Yeah, yeah. It's it is pretty bad. But to be like, they were just doing one of the fuck they they wanted to at that point and they were just making pop they were making power pop records and who gives it like they, they could do whatever they want it's fine i'm not i'm not hung up on weezer having to keep remaking their first two albums over and over again i have i yeah. love those albums but you know what they don't want to do that again i'm not invested enough in weezer and i don't know why people are that invested in weezer to throw such a uh have such a meltdown over it well i had a meltdown during their last album, I did have a meltdown. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? With everything will be alright in the end? Yeah, I was like... I thought that was what? the one people were like, oh, they finally started sounding like Weezer again. Yeah, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it. The album cover's cute. It is. <laughs> I believe they found it on Reddit. Oh, did they really? Yeah, they were lurking in the deep webs, and then they found it. I like that. Good for them. <laughs> Save them from having to like hire someone to 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 make an album cover for them. That's why I love the Hurley album. It's just it's a fucking picture of his face. Well, it was sponsored by Hurley Jeans initially, and they're like, oh yeah, it was. And they're like, it was like part of a promotion, I guess, kind of. And they're like, it has to be titled Hurley. And they're like, okay, cool. And they put the picture of Jorge Garcia on there. Confirmed. I read it on the internet. 
Anyway, so as far as the White Album, what are some songs that you liked? <laughs> oh yeah, we're talking about this. Uh, L.A. Girls uh, was straight classic Weezer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I can't remember if it was. Uh, I think it was King of the World was also a very kind of classic Weezer. So those two are if you're if you're an old school Weezer fan and you you think the last good song they did was Hash Pipe, then you'll enjoy those two. Um, <laughs> was that even a good song? Yeah, Hash Pipe's a great song. God, that was I. That was the first Weezer song I ever heard. Was that, that is also the first Weezer song I heard as well. It was, did you hear it on Q101's Top Nine at Nine? That is correct. I did. Yeah. And now, whenever I listen to it, I skip it halfway through and turn on uh, Keep Fishing because that was the song they did with the Muppets. Yeah, that album also had that fucking terrible uh, uh, Island in the Sun song. Who? Who? Yeah, they're going to be in their 70s and they're going to be playing that goddamn song. Oh, they're going to be playing it like at old retirement homes. It's going to be so cute. Like, how like, would you. We're so- Weezer. Here's here's some new songs from the Orange album. Play all in the sun. Because all the people who enjoyed the first albums will be fucking dead. Yeah. So it'll be us going, play Green Album. I remember that one. No, I'd be like, <laughs> play shit from the Red Album. I, I love that album. I can't help my feelings. I'll go out of my mind. I got my ass wide. Ugh. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, but then there's a bunch of very straight pop pop songs like California Kids and uh, Jack Jacked Up. Yeah, and my favorite song, the poppiest song on the entire album. I loved "Thank God for Girls." It is that is the radio hit? It's it's, it's enjoyable. It's so catchy. There is no, hook. there's not like a bad song on this album. Like maybe "Summer Elaine and Drunk Dory" is not very good. Well, that's a Rivers song that he wrote by himself, so not surprised. I kept thinking he was saying John Dory. And that's a kind of fish, and so I was like, "Is is Rivers just writing about when he went to like a restaurant and he got the John Dory?" But I was wrong. That that is not. <laughs> that's not. Do you want? You what's crazy? Half this album are singles. From are singles for this uh, album. Wait, half what do you mean? So- half the songs are singles that they that they use for promoting this album. God damn. Yeah, the only one I remember is uh, "Thank God for Girls" because the cover of the single was the Pope like looking at a group of women and like smiling. It he is. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's perfect. And uh, um, you know that is a very true statement. Thank God for girls. Yeah. Thank so, God for Weezer. No, that's how the song ends. Maybe, maybe the, at the end, the guy who hit the record button, he was like, he hit stop recording, he went, Weezer. <laughs> all these fucking checks. These <laughs> goddamn checks are catching in. It's great. <laughs> but I think all the listeners should give it a listen. It's a, it's a pretty quick breeze through. Um, there's only a handful of, like, I think, I would say there's only one song that you can kind of gloss over. Summer Elaine and John Dory. Yeah, it's not the best, but uh, you know, it's a it's it's a song. 
yeah, it's it's not offensive pop rock. Um, and since this is an off year for Fall Out Boy, I think they didn't release anything this year. So it's great that there's a Weezer album. <laughs> <laughs> that it'll it'll cover that for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or and I don't know. There might be an OK Go album. I don't know. It, it fills the niche. Yeah, definitely. And if if uh, if not, if you're just someone who's just fucking angry about this isn't Blue Album or Pinkerton, this will give you more fuel for the internet forums. You can go post more comments on the AV Club about how upset you are over this. Yeah, and as someone who recently came back from California, I say, I have to admit that listening to Weezer while driving around California, it's perfect. Oh, yes. So this is just more. It's it's an extra thirty five minutes to your commute, so you, you may, can listen while you're driving around. You may even want to be thirty five minutes late for work. And when your boss goes, "Why were you thirty five minutes late late for work?" You go, "I was fucking listening to Weezer." Yeah, which I was Weezer jacked album? up. Self titled one. Oh, nice, nice. And just leave it at that. Don't don't let him question it. Because <laughs> in his mind, he's probably like red album. Red up, yeah. The one where they switched instruments every song. That's gonna be our we're gonna start the new trend on Twitter. Uh Red Album was secretly the greatest. That's that's the Weezer Dark Horse. I really like the Red Album. <laughs> <laughs> I secret and I secretly like Maladroit. What are we having this conversation for? No, I also like Maladroit. I like most of their albums. I'm just not a huge fan of Make Believe or Everything Will Be Alright in the End. Make Believe was really, really bad. It was so bad. But Hashpipe, now there, that's, uh, if I've ever elected president, I'm going to come out to that song. <laughs> and the president of the United States, do, 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 and I'm just going to start throwing Benjamins around. Oh, yeah. Isn't that what Rob Ford did before he died? Drugs? No, he came out to Hashpipe. He may have. Let's just say he did. He's like, I smoke crack with Somali pirates. Rest in peace, Rob Ford. Anyway, speaking to people that you can't understand them, Iggy Pop released a new album. Oh, yeah. Post pop depression, sad face. Josh Hom from Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. And some Arctic Monkeys. Oh, they're both from Arctic Monkeys? Uh, sure. Let's let's just lie and say that. Oh, no. The is. drummer's from Arctic Monkeys. And then the bassist is from Queens of the Stone Age. That that, that makes sense. Yeah. Featuring an, an Arctic Monkey. Yay. He's so cute. He had those drums. And, uh... Ryan, what did you think of Iggy po- post Iggy pop post depression of pop. the Stone Age? Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was great. I am a very big Iggy pop fan. Um, I loved him in the movie Snow Day. Uh, 
I also loved him in the hit television show Pete and Pete on Nickelodeon. Um, I also enjoyed his music from all the way back to the Lust for Life song up until the new songs on this album. For instance, <laughs> Break Into Your Heart I thought was really good. Um, it was a great way to kick off an album in a year where we're losing so many icons in music. It's just a little hello from Iggy after a few years. Like, <coughs> hello. <coughs> and the fact that it sounds like a Queens of the Stone Age album makes it even better because I love Queens of the Stone Age. And I'm pretty sure Alex does too. Um, so are we asking if I enjoyed this album? No, do you love Queens of the Stone Age? I, I like I like some Queens of the Stone Age. All right, well, there's still time for me to convert you fully. But, um... <laughs> I, like, uh, I, I can usually listen to about half an album and then, uh, whatever. I haven't listened to one. Of the, I haven't listened to anything besides Lock, Clock, like Clockwork in many years. So, this is an old opinion. It's about time for you to uh, revisit it. Sure. It's, it's like a, it's like eating a warm piece of chocolate cake. <laughs> but um, some of these songs were better than others. Obviously, I really, really enjoyed American Valhalla. Just, it's just a, like. Is Iggy 100% clean? I'm sure he he might be, you know, doing a little doing a little uh, marijuana or alcohol or something. I think he's got his shit together for the most part. Yeah, he looks he looks pretty good for an old man because he's all muscly. But that's been like his thing forever. Well, I Shirtless. I, uh, I uh, control F sober on his Wikipedia page and uh, zero of zero came up. Huh. <laughs> does that help? That really does, yeah. I mean, he does look to be about six billion years old. Yeah, he really, he really does. Um, but the like his voice, I don't think has changed in the last twenty years, and that's really the, the most of his music because he doesn't play any instruments. He just kind of he's a stage man. Um, so I think the pairing of Josh Hom and Iggy Pop is perfect. Um, and if you just listen to uh, what's a good song, German Days, with that weird like funky um, kind of off tempo uh, beat, it's it's perfect. It's it's something that we're not gonna. St- we're going to have in our lifetime for very much longer. So we should just kind of appreciate it. Yeah. It's kind of shocking that he's the one that's still alive. Yeah. Like Prince is gone guys. What the fuck? And somehow Iggy, who is even more self abusive is the one standing him him and Keith Richards and Mick Jagger are the ones standing. Jimmy page. Like what the fuck? Like that is, insane to conceptualize. Yeah. The ones but, are like, hey, I should probably get sober. They're the ones that died. <laughs> but the ones that are like, eh, let's just continue to a horrible... Like, I listened to uh, Mark Maron's interview with Keith Richards and Keith was stone-dead drunk and chain-smoking during that interview. Oh, that's insane. How I don't understand how that man is not dead. Uh, maybe he's like five meerkats in a skin suit. 
But what was your opinion of post-pop culture depression age of Black Star 21st century schizo man? Oh man, I uh, I absolutely hated this album. What? I it was it's every it's it you're right. It is a Queens of the Stone Age album in in not name but Everything musically is this is a Queens of the Stone Age album with Iggy Pop on vocals with some Josh Hom on it, but I found it every song was mid tempo. Everything was like a hundred beats per minute. Uh, there was no variation in the in in each song, so it just kind of plods and chugs along, and it's just fucking boring. It is such a boring album. Um, I I don't. I sort of appreciate Iggy Pop. I don't get him really. I like I've, I've listened to some of his stuff, like uh, uh, Raw Power. I think is a good album, but other stuff I'm like, I okay. I don't really find it particularly interesting overall. Um, and this album, I thought was just like I I couldn't tell you what. Like I know the songs because he said his words say that he says the name of the song in the song. Uh, but beyond that, it, they all just sounded like uh, minor chord blues riffs with him just kind of bellowing over them. And the production, it was like so. It was almost like someone went, "Let's make a like a, a joke Queens of the Stone Age album." Let's like, what are the most stereoty- most stereotypical points of a Queens of the Stone Age album? That all right? Let's just use all of that over and over again, and it was grating. This album felt like it was. Uh, the collective length of our albums we reviewed this this uh, episode is an hour and fifty eight minutes, and this felt like it was six hours. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I think I don't think I ever finished Paraguay after like with the last minute of him just kind of going on and on. I'm like, I think I get it. I think I understand what's happening here, and I would just turn it off. Oh man! Wow. Okay, so we are finally at odds on an album. We've been at odds at plenty of times. <laughs> I know, but it seems like every time it's like new and unexpected. Damn. <laughs> well, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. But just know that Gardenia—that's a goddamn song, man. These are all. I mean, by definition, these are all songs. I am not. So if you had like what if it, if they just released a single. And that was it. They're like, yeah, we're collaborating on one song. How would you feel? I'd be down with it. One of these songs, three or four of these songs, I'm like, I, I roll with it. I, t- I roll with it because you know what? It's Iggy Pop. It's ju- it's it's this fun little quirky super group effectively. And I, uh, I'm i like, okay, fine. I can I can roll with that. Uh, 40, nearly 45 minutes of this is a drag. It is such a drag. It, it just this album doesn't need it i don't understand why like a queens of the stone age album you know there's fast songs slow songs heavy songs light songs this is every song is the same blues garage rock thing i don't they all kind of just blur together and it's just so indistinguishable everything is indistinguishable Damn, okay. Well, fuck it. <laughs> well, do you think people should at least listen to the no, album? not really. Um, Gar- Gardenia, no. the single, is it's a good song. Maybe listen to Gardenia, listen to Chocolate Drops. Uh, I, I can't... One had a fun little pulse to it. Uh, 
might have been German days. German days. I don't think. I think Vulture was the one that just really annoyed me. Um, Sunday might have been okay. Like again, all these songs are not. None of them are bad. I think. I think it was Vulture that genuinely aggravated me after a while. But like, I was listening to this on the drive home, and I kept like pulling up, grabbing my iPod again. But I'm like, this song still has three minutes left. It's only a three minute That's song. That's problem. <laughs> I was like, I thought this was going on for quite a long time. Uh, it it it's a desert song. Yeah, but that's what Josh Hom does. Yeah, but he's done so much better desert songs. Like I think of like Clockwork, the last album, and each song has its own thing. It, this is like the the, mo- the the weakest song of that album was "If I Had a Tail," and this is like every song is "If I Had a Tail." It's just kind of like. Uh, 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 Okay. okay, I I don't I don't get it. I just genuinely don't get it. Okay, great. Well, I think everyone should listen to this album because Iggy Pop is fantastic. Josh Ham is great. Arctic Monkeys drummer is good at keeping time. He's great at keeping time. Matt, Matt Helders, <laughs> you are you have a, a significant talent at keeping a four four rhythm. I don't know why they couldn't book Dave Grohl, but whatever. I'm not. I'm not. Judgy. Fuck you! I love Dave Grohl. I hate the Foo Fighters, though. I don't. I don't dislike Dave Grohl. I mean, he seems like a genuinely nice human being. Everything. Every time he does something, he's got that big, like Labrador dopey smile on his face. I can't hate him. I never will hate him. I don't get Foo Fighters at all. I don't. I don't really enjoy his music. Apparently, you hate everything good about good old fashioned American music. Kind of. <laughs> Like every time I'm like, oh, this band's good. I'm like, oh, they were they were a British band first. Like the great bands from the '60s and '70s, they were almost all British bands. And then came Iggy. Is, is Iggy an American? Yeah, he's from Wisconsin. No way. Oh, yes. Michigan. He's from Michigan. It's the same state. No, they're different. I know. I live in one of them. Come find me. Okay, what's your address? Uh. My my address is okay. I'm on my way. Right, great. Apparently, I just don't really get American rock. Yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of like Weezer. You like the Ramones. When did I say I like the Ramones? Wait, you don't like the Ramones? They they know how to glue three chords together like few bands do. But <laughs> what is there to like about the Ramones? Um, you could like type in the algorithm into a computer and the computer would spit out every remote song and be like combine three major chords in yeah but they made that music before computers were even around they were the original computer yeah it, it's kind of fascinating in that way it's like it's like they were craft work they were like oh great another german band let me tell you about german man german music <laughs> Either way, I think everyone should listen Noi to this Noi is the voice of the future, even though <sighs> it's gone. Noi <laughs> is old, but Noi is always new. Yeah, well, so is the sweet sounds of The Strokes. <laughs> they're, they're an American band. They, they sure are. Their song is eternal. Ryan, try and justify the latest Sto- Strokes albums. <laughs> I can't. Thank you. <laughs> Reptilla is good, or whatever. Yeah, Reptilla. That came on. Room on fire. 
I, I, despite popular opinion, I enjoy uh, First Impressions of the Earth, the the third album, that or fourth album, the one that everyone decided then to shit on them. That had one of their greatest songs, Juice Box. It has one of the greatest bass lines I've ever heard. I haven't listened to it, but I believe you. Because it's good old-fashioned American music. Make American music great again! Yeah, so Iggy Pop is retiring, so now we have an opportunity to do that. Ah, uh, what? <laughs> I appreciate oh. him. He he helped create a great. He him and like Patty Smith were wonderful proto punk luminaries that helped make that stuff happen. I I'm all for his, uh, for him being him. But it's time for him to go. I well, I mean, if he's just gonna keep making mid tempo desert music with Josh Hom. Then sure. I mean, I would. I'd be down with an album if he called up like. Uh, who should he call up this time? Because he just called up Josh Hamel or texted him. Is like, hey man, you want you want to make an album? He, he should call up Tom Waits before they're both dead and be like, Tom, mm-hmm. let's make just the fucking weirdest thing we can conceptualize. And then Beck and Danger Mouse. Back back in Iggy Pop would be great. Yeah, it would be. Back doing the music, then Tom Waits and Iggy Pop on vocals. Oh yeah, they can call themselves the Wild Thornberries. <laughs> oh wait, the name's already taken. God damn it! Uh, the the Carpenters. Yeah, they call themselves the Carpenters. They're building America up again. Alcoholics Anonymous, the band. Beck's not an alcoholic. He's a Scientology. Well, major Scientologist. That's Lord Scientologal. That's that's a combination of Scientology and alcohol. Yay! That, two things that are expressly forbidden in my house. I'm just kidding. I love Scientologists. Woo! 